comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! <laughs> it was David that said, The Lord is the one that teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to battle. It was David. When everything has been concluded, you will find out that it is warfare we are going for. And in that place, it told us that there is one clothed in raiment. He is riding upon a white horse. His eyes is red. If his eyes is red, my eye need to be red. Everybody in that troop has to have a red eye. Do you know the problem? Your, your eye don't become red because you want it to become. You don't ask, oh God, make my eye red. No. This kind of redness of eye is as a result of how much blood you have drank. I say, how much blood have you drank? What is the color of your eyes? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor. What is the color of your eye? What did he answer? Ask the person, what is the color of your eyes? What did the person answer? Huh? What was the answer of that lady? Let me hear her answer. Yeah, because you start sending some questions. On what was the color of your eyes? Your eyes is not red yet. I know seeing I'm not normal. There is nothing you will make me to be normal again. I've crossed the Rubicon. Hmm? Mm. Satan has lost hope on my own head. Harry, what's the color of your eyes? He says it's getting to red. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We thank us for bringing us to the last month of the year is a mighty thing that God has done and we bless God for how far he has led us somehow he the most powerful thing he did for us as a corporate um, body is that he gave us grace to be consistent there is no week of this year that fire was not burning on this corporate altar irrespective of all the things that happened this year the fire was burning and we thank God for showing us great mercy and we my prayer is that God will receive our thanksgiving and the proof that he has received our thanksgiving is that he will do more in 10 seconds ask him Lord do more Lord do more do more do more Lord do more do more, do more, do more. The the fact is that if he wants to do more, he can't use any other person. He will have to use you first now. Do more, do more, do more, Lord. Do more, Lord. If you accepted my thanksgiving, do more, do more. In Jesus, mighty name, we pray. Wow. 
our year have started since um, since since September after sonship conference you would have noticed that it's massive new window was open for us in the spirit and I celebrate everybody that is consistent and then and I noticed something you know, ah, how many of you noticed since we finished that or if the program or if the brethren started missing our prayers I'm sorry for you people like Chibeze hmm? the day they will knock you on the head Why am I saying this is not what I want to say? Help me, Holy Ghost. But there is no Okudeli here and there is no Solomon here. There is, I'm sorry for you people. It's, as powerful as that program is, it's not about the program. It's about what you do with it. The clips from that program is still causing havoc everywhere. That's how heavy it is. It was what we went for. I'm not sure we have gone to that kind of invitation before. Because I went with all my men of war. Jesus. There is one picture I saw Rabbi. He was standing on top of <laughs> I have to look where to know whether it is this Rabbi. Rabbi, you don't change your I apologize for making you into another man. <laughs> Rabbi is a, come come let me show you who, who I'm talking about. So that you <laughs> imagine this young man now standing like this on, on two chairs on top of a church and groaning. Look at the way he is dressed and he is an office man. <laughs> Unfortunately the, the, the query site does not respect your physical attire. Mm. When you come here, you roll off your you roll up your sleeves and begin to level. Begin to level. Mm? So we'll continue our teaching. The way I'm looking at this teaching, we might continue till next year. The way is big because we have not scratched the team. We still have up to five, three, four to five subtopics. We want to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, do a significant work on this matter. Because uh, part of the instructions that God gave me, I will not tell you, but I believe that a time will come that many of these teachings will be a repertoire, something a reservoir, a bank. It will be. A, a store of knowledge and information in case you, people want to search on matters they will come and see a series it, it might not be all that they need but it will give them a lot of foundations to begin to work a lot of raw materials Amen so where did we stop um, if you have questions online here be writing it down. If we have time, we can answer it today. If we don't, we continue tomorrow. Tomorrow. Where did we stop? Um, I want one person to answer for me. Obi Vera Chamaka, where did we stop? 
the oracles of God. What? What? I, the oracles. Which one? Did we have many? We did number one. What did we do? The number two. Okay, let's enter number three. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter one and verse one. Hebrews chapter number three is. I saw somebody using tear for me, Jota. I thought we are selling Jota there. Has he finished? Uh-uh. Let's leave it for today. Because that something is telling me not to leave it. I don't like to sit here for me, Jota. Let's leave it. Or should we touch it? The third one is men. The third oracle is men. As a matter of fact, if you are still a young believer, the majority of God's words coming to you will have to come through men. I think um, my brother spoke a lot about it. And that is why you have to be careful the kind of voices of authority that you have surrounded your life with. Are you with me? Their accuracy and capacity to pick the voice of God will greatly affect your progress in God and even the administration of your destiny. Are you with me? Imagine you following somebody that is not correct, that his ears has not been tuned to heaven. One of the greatest things that happen to me is that um, I, I got linked up with a man and the man one of his greatest strength is that his ears you can trust his ears there are many things that people eulogize him for but my one of the major things for me is his ears the man can hear God and when I noticed it is true for many years I've been laboring to enter that thing and I began to see the many reasons why he's able to hear God I will still show you people there are up to 12 things that affect the accuracy of the voice of God 12 yes I think I've taught you people one are you with me so the um, number 3 oracle is man Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 said God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the what? So God speaks majorly through men and when men speak for God um, their words became prophetic because in that instance they are not giving you information as something coming from their own fountain they are representing God in that kind of communication. Are you with me? Hmm? And uh, I, I need to tell you that this kind of prophetic insight or the speakings of God through men is not necessarily a matter of giftings. Hmm? Let me give you an example. There are many times many people here have been asking me many questions on this matter, on that matter, many things. Ma- do you know majority of my answer just come to me with me doing bed pants 70-80% of those questions we are answered after 2-3 to three weeks of bed pants in fact they now had new questions 
the former one so many people came and they told me that anytime we teach i will handle one of the questions anytime it has happened to you just raise your hand okay at least in the um presence of two witnesses even though we have more a matter is established so many somebody has asked me a question and i told him i wanted to answer the holy spirit now told me tell him to listen to our messages when he listen to one two three four anyone he listen to you say he's talking to him anyone he listen say he's talking how can he be talking to him only meanwhile what we were talking about was something that was taught sometimes six months ago nine months ago that is why you cannot one of the greatest mistakes you will make as a teacher is to teach maybe just based on the present audience that you have aside the fact that we have noticed that there are many people that follow us online beyond that there is a generation there are many people coming that they have not succeeded in making contact with you that the act of god's mercy will bring across your path in the near future those kind of people will benefit from the same fountain and as of that moment as long as it's coming from god it is still relevant because the bowels of god is the bowels of eternity it means that anytime he came there is a story i heard of somebody like benin i'm still talking about the oracle of the voice of men actually that is the most consistent more often than not god will choose to speak through men in other words if you ignore the verses of men and you don't know the principles of honor many times you will be locked out from the voice of god so that many of the instructions and the things you seek guidance on the matter people has passed through it and many of them have recorded it in their media materials so um when you come across it you begin to hear instructions there are messages you will listen to you you know 100% that you were the one that they were talking about meanwhile the person speaking on the message didn't include you he didn't see you physically i listened to messages long ago like the one i listened to 2011 and when i listened to the message the man speaking in the message said look at you now powerless think is about talking say you go and preach do evangelism and you went there you have preached and you have done evangelism and everything now when it's time for action you disappear have you not been doing it you can preach and even do all the things when it's time for action you disappear say look at you now powerless say you behave you are like zombies what he calls zombies is unbelievers say who is this man who gave this man the right to talk to me meanwhile the man preached the message i said who gave him the right the man doesn't know me up to today but as far as i'm concerned the man was talking to me and it became true that he was talking to me because my application to the instructions that came from that message is what brought me here because he told me look at you you can't fast now you can't pray you can't sacrifice you can't do anything look at you God, the, the power in you can't come and nothing is the same thing that happens to unbelievers it happens to i said who is this man he said see he, he told he told me it happened to me too 
that he went and his own is that when nothing happened and he went with a young man to preach and the young man touched cripples they began to all kinds of he said god when will you use me like this he prayed and when he prayed and fasted for long he now asked god god asked him why do you need power he told god so that if i appear all these courtes and all these unbelievers they will fall down and they will know that you are god you know this team reason looks good enough god told him i don't give my power for curiosity for curiosity I give my power because I care say you have not developed compassion when you develop compassion then the power comes anyway that's not my point my point is that as far as that matter was concerned I was the one that the man was talking about meanwhile this was a message he preached many years ago and his present audience that had him benefited from that fountain Meanwhile, it's an eternal river. <laughs> we cannot estimate the extent of the impact of God's word. It will travel and begin to affect men. The only time it will stop working is when its purpose has been accomplished. And if it is true that there are generations to come that need the content of those words that is in those messages, then the message will still be alive. That is actually the reason why you cannot afford to just be teaching without life in your messages. It's not about teaching. There are many people that just feed their head with knowledge and they say just be teaching. As good as that is, when you are true with, we study hard here. But when you are true with that, pray until life enters it. Because what people are looking for is the life. Oh. Even Jesus said the words I speak to you, they are spirit and life. The Bible said that the letter kill it, but the spirit give it. So it's about the life. There is something that makes you listen to me. If not, you will stop. It's not so much about how correct I am. Now, we labor to be correct, but um, accuracy is first a matter of spirit. Are you with me? Before it is a matter of letters. In other words, somebody can be correct in letters, but, be, but he's wrong in the spirit. And then somebody can be correct in spirit and wrong in letters. Both of them is not a good place to be. But if you have a choice, eh, choose the one that is correct in spirit. Because most times, those people that are correct in spirit will impart you with the right spirit and you will be living the correct kind of life even though you did not get the full doctrine are you with me so that many of us that sat under the holiness movement eh, and conservative movement we caught the spirit we now grew up and found out that many of the things that we are taught we are not totally correct but we caught the life to prove that the spirit behind it was correct now their letters might not be 100 percent correct so what is more important because that is what made us into the kind of being that we are are you getting the point then there are people that gave us the correct letters and after we heard it we we are still in fornication when we heard it when we are true we are still in many things that is to prove to you that even though the letters we are correct the spirit is incorrect are you with me now I, I, i'm back to the voices of god now there was a time when him 
preached a message and in that message you know he does broadcast he said there is somebody listening to me called his name don't know let's say what name will we, are we going to use now huh? she said we should use Amaka who is Amaka here you are Amaka Agambotahatas okay you are Amaka now it is the same thing So, he said, there is a lady listening to me. You are on red. You are sitting on a sofa. And your name is Amaka. I don't want to, the reason why I don't want to use Amaka is the lady was suffering from cancer. See the problem now. So, um, but when he ministered, there was no <laughs> now when he ministered actually there was no lady like Amaka and that he the day they broadcasted the message is a rebroadcast he was on, on missions field and because he was not present to do this is your day for a miracle they have to replay one of the messages and it was that one and ethics demands that if there is a word of knowledge that is in that message it should be edited out because it's not life so a message that is not life and somebody gave a word of knowledge that is life is, is incriminating guess what there is a lady watching that message that is a rebroadcast that the name is Amaka that is sitting on a sofa that is suffering cancer and he said the Lord is healing you now the power came on the net a rebroadcast I said what is in a message it is traveling from eternity. That's what I want to tell you. So, you at that instant will do yourself a disservice if you don't heed the voice, thinking it's coming from man. Huh? So, just because a message was preached long ago doesn't mean anything if it is relevant. Sometimes God can keep you on one message and one preacher for two, three years. People like us, God kept us on one preacher for ten years. One. I was listening to one man until my foundations in Christ became strong. One man. See the way I speak, and sometimes I behave. You know, you behave. The lying thing comes on you. We are not the first that wore the garment. There is a man that wore the garment, and he's from this southeast. The man. That one we are thinking about is the one. When he speaks to you, when he's speaking, the, the thing he is talking, about, it will come and hang like a garment on, on. I say, I sat physically under this man. Missions Conference 2017. He jumped on the stage and said, The shadow of fell from the inside. All of us ran under the We didn't know when we ran under the seat. Nobody told us. I say, Who is this man? Elders, fathers. His senior pastors, everybody is under the seat. He will stand and be looking at you like this. I said, God have mercy. Sometimes I will even think he is looking at me, but he's not looking at me. We didn't know that that thing is entering us. 
actually the first time I was given opportunity to preach when I preached the person that heard me said do you know this man that I'm talking like him so for those years I counted his voice as the voice of God to me are you getting the point that is what I'm trying to prove in practical terms it's beyond this but I'm specifically using this in context to bring to you the fact that men can be oracles in fact not can okay men are one of the oracles through which in fact the most common is men the most common is men the most common is men and it's not just pastors God can speak with your God can speak through your children in your class for example Many of those things that your children is telling you is a revelation of the kind of ministry and the next stage of the ministry that God wants you to enter. Maybe you have been praying and you did not understand it. Suddenly some of those kids will begin to say some things that is bigger than their age. No, there are things your pupils will say in class, you will know it's bigger than their age. You will know that an ancient spirit has entered these ones and has begun to speak. So, the Bible said, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners. You understand it? Sundry times, one, diverse manners. So, the speaking of the voice of men is in diverse manners. Diverse. Diverse. But most times, whenever we speak about the oracle of men, the only thing people put their mind to is the prophetic ministry. Um, not even if his prophetic ministry is even good is more more or less the prophetic gift so you come and tell him i see i see a young man the name i'm the name i'm, I'm seeing a name that starts with h h h h h a h a you said my name is harissa <laughs> And then you say you are wearing a white a white singlet, mm, and your shoe is black. And then they will begin to tell you one or two things about your life. That is good, but that is not my major emphasis. My my emphasis is what you can work on and work with as an average believer. What you can count on at any time. You see, as good as those things are, it, it keeps you dependent on, on the gifts of men. Are you getting the point? So, most times, those men, when they notice that, they, they are now under pressure to manifest. And most times, they give you extra luggage. What do I mean? Some of them can start well. They can say ten things. The first two is correct. The remaining eight is obolobo as in his baggage because of time let's travel because we have a lot of ground to cover the next one is 
the scripture which should have been the first but it doesn't matter there is really no alphabetical order the scripture that is the fundamental oracle of God um first peter chapter second peter chapter 1 verse 18 as a matter of fact are you with me if you are with me say amen as a matter of fact we still subject all other oracles to the oracle of the scripture huh the scripture is like the plumb line who did anything you are an engineer did anything with survey building or whatever uh-huh. you know let me use you you know um, what is a plumb line a plumb what do we use it for huh? let's find out from him the mic is not closed go and bring it so we'll leave the question let's answer it because it is used to check he said the level of what he said is used to check whether the block blocks are straight the right word to use there is a, there is one word to use and you will cover everything alignment <laughs> the word to use is what alignment that means that every single um, word spoken by God from any means at all. How do I put it? Okay, anytime the voice of God comes, there is a reason why we call it the voice of God. Are you with me? It means that no matter the oracle, no matter the oppression, no matter whatever you see, or you explain concerning the voice one thing is consistent it is coming from one source are you with me now and if it is coming from one source then it can be standardized start after me standardized so the the um the instrument the number one instrument for standardization of the voice of god is the holy scriptures what did i say The number one instrument for the standardization of the voice of God is the Holy Scriptures. And you know what I mean. By this I mean from whatever, even if a prophet told you, a prophet came and told you, since you were born, Enkechi, since you were born, there is nothing that prophet has told you that is a lie. I say we still need to check it in, in the Bible. Since you were born. Are you getting the point? Then you had a vision. And that vision is so clear. That when you woke up, you were feeling goose pimples on you. He said, we need to check it. The Bible. As a matter of fact, you will not even understand the applicative dimensions of your visions and revelation and the voice of God until you consult the scriptures. We were looking through some matters. It's my brothers this afternoon. And this morning and one of the things we stumbled upon was the fact that one of us said that a voice came that there is an instruction that some guys we are giving as a result as a proof of the fact that the church is weak 
and the word they use is that you have not so learned Christ you don't need to go far this phrase is it not in the scripture all you need to do is to go and dig out everything in the scripture that have anything to do with that phrase you have not so learned Christ stop cracking your head it's not mental exercise it's already in the scripture are you getting the point now now if if there is any other vision or whatever you you saw or heard that is contradictory to the scriptures then discard it now if it seems too good to be discarded I will give you the second advice. There are two advice I will give you. Two counsels. One, discard. Two, if it looks too good to be discarded, maybe it has fulfilled many other requirements, but it's just the scriptural alignment. Do you know what you do? Keep it first. Don't go and act on it. Keep it to last for long. Then when you put it to the test of time, huh? you will now see that the word of God doesn't lie. It might mean that your understanding of what is in the word or what is in the vision or the voice has changed. That is what affected what you thought was in the vision. As I have told you people many times, many times, many times. Imagine if you are not in this kind of our setting and then you suddenly saw yourself in a vision. Hmm? Who will I use now? Who will I use? Who will I use? Who will I use? Is your father born again? He's a church goer, right? He's not even going to church. He's like this, like this. So he's a good example. So you you had a vision and in that vision you are pregnant and you are giving birth and you went to tell your father that I'm pregnant too, and I'm giving birth <laughs> he will say Christopher I've told you where did you say you are even going to serve see what is affecting that man is the fact that he has not been exposed to a certain kind of knowledge even you initially when you got born again like I know one of my brothers those days some kind of vision used to bother him until he began to mature began to mature he was able to interact with them at a higher plane are you with me? so when you grow more you find out from the scripture in fact there are some people in the body of Christ good people but they are not exposed to this kind of apostolic teachings and they don't know that it's possible for the spirit to give birth That a man has a womb. So the Bible says, And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Next verse. We have we have also how many of you know the background behind this thing that this man is speaking about in the book of Second Peter chapter one? Huh? Doc, do you know the background? No, why are you changing the key? 
the background is that Peter was giving an account of that encounter they had with Jesus as a matter of fact every one person that had that encounter is testifying about that encounter as the apex of their encounter as far as this natural plane is concerned the only person on that mount that did not testify was James why? because they collected his head but John also testified how many of you know in the book of first John he said what our eyes have seen our ears have heard and our hands have handled is still about the same encounter this is Peter still talking about the same encounter I said that that is to show you that there is as far as they are concerned there is no bigger encounter concerning the person of Jesus Christ that they ever had are you getting the point that is the great the big the greatest it was there that they actually realized literally the man that they were relating with it's just like watching somebody like me one of the men of god that was sitting at okay you heard what he said now he said he told me have you noticed that you are a different person when you are not ministering and when you are ministering so he's, he's just trying to say something that something changes about a man so the disciples have seen Jesus do miracles, do all kinds of things but they feel that he is just a very powerful prophet they didn't know that that man is carrying the, the fullness the fullness of the Godhead bodily and he's walking around with them so when they went on the mountain he just removed he just said let me let me remove garments and the thing shines so bright it was the ambience of Jesus's um, um, prayer room that was able to host the dimensions of Elijah and Moses they were not disturbed you know when we say some of these things some people think we are we are pushing prayer and all these things too much priesthood the truth is that there are it's not as if God doesn't want to come on but there are ambience there are certain things that can host certain angels talk more of dimension of God's presence he wants to come he wants to come he wants to come more than you are willing to even beg him to come so it's not about begging him it's about creating the ambience Huh? I don't know how your room is. Maybe I'll come and visit you one of these days. Are you with me? What is the shape of your room, Joshua? Huh? Let me ask you. The way your room is, if Pastor Chris or Yakilo may say, I want to visit you this evening, will you leave it like that? Are you getting the point? I'm just trying to strike a point. But your brother can visit you there, no be so. Um, Henry, you can visit him in that his room the way it is. It's possible me I can't come there. If I come, I will just manage it because I like you. And next time I won't come. Are you getting the point? I'm giving you a literal explanation. If you don't understand this, I don't know what you will understand now. It's not as if this man doesn't want to come. 
your ambience can't host them. Even if we say Apostle is coming here now, you will see that the whole setting of this place will not be the same. We will start setting up. To, I say, if he wants to come in your room and say, I want to sleep on that your bed, and I'm coming next week Monday, you will borrow money. set of things the implication of that is that there are certain caliber beings that you cannot host in your room, in your ambience so you continue saying oh God come, come, I want an encounter I want to encounter you they want to come you can't host them there are certain people that can't come around where you are living huh let me use another example. You are living where courtists and thieves and all kinds of miscreants are living. And you invited some people to come and visit you. Uh-uh. If they come once, they will disappear. Because they don't want to lose their phone. They don't want to lose their articles. Their car is at risk visiting you. Is it their fault? You have not created the ambience. So when you begin to do priesthood, begin to do priesthood, begin to do priesthood, begin to do priesthood, begin to do priesthood. There is a way you set up things. There is a way. There is a way we have set up in revival hub, and people, people can. Some people are telling me that they want to visit us just to come and experience the atmosphere. Why do you think so? It is because of the the thing we have created. And if it is true of those men of repute, human beings, then it is true of angels. Then it is true of God too. Because truth is parallel. So, um, we have also a more sure word of prophecy. Now, this is it. This is the point I'm trying to make. As far as Peter is concerned, the greatest of the encounter he had was that which is on the mount. And he has become the basis of they are stamping their apostolic authority referring men to that kind of encounter that was significant and special it was spectacular it was not something that repeated itself and it was not something that was exposed to many it was because of the key position that God gave them in the apostolic rank in the apostolic order now now, this encounter now are you with me? follow me now this encounter is the encounter that separated three apostles from the rest of the apostles. Now, there are other apostles who, but then amongst them, three was also separated. And anytime you hear the account, there is one encounter that became the platform upon which they were separated from many. I don't want to go there, but it takes encounter to actually separate men from others. Yes. A season will come and because of the mandate and assignment that is hanging upon the life of men they are separated and one of the instruments of separation that God brings from his archives his encounters this is the testimony of men like John and Peter they said we also um, now he started from 18 why not show me 17 and 18 let me lay a little more foundation so that you understand the exalted place of the scriptures 
For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. This was the encounter happening on the mount. And remember, it was from this point that the scripture now said, Hear ye him. This is my beloved son was not the first time the utterance was coming from heaven. But what was added from that encounter on the mount was that he said, Hear ye him. Because at that point, the content, the purpose of that encounter is to close the chapter and to show men heaven and earth that from that time onward that the utterance of God can only come from the Christ because the Christ hmm. if I go here now I have to explain myself so let me not go there should I go let me leave it I, 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 I. I've seen one, two, three and I will have to explain it I need to finish this teaching God will help me in Jesus name ok let me show you Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 we need to come back to this scripture we are trying to explain this scripture if you are fast we do it God who has hundred times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets verse 2 is where I am going to we verse 2 hath in these last days spoken unto us by his word so Christ is also the utterance so there is Christ the person there is Christ the utterance are you with me that is what I want to show you now. So what was revealed on the mount, that encounter they had, that from that moment onwards, that Christ is now the utterance of God. That is the, the purpose of that encounter. So the, Moses as an utterance has been closed. Elijah as an utterance has been closed. So what God was revealing, the purpose of that encounter on the mount, is that from that time onwards, that Christ is now what? The utterance of God. Even though, let me, let, let, I, 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 I want to travel too fast. So let's get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. Yeah. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the Holy Man. So are you getting the point? We were with him. God! We were with him. Do you know the impact of the fact that some of you are, are staying with me? Some of you lived with me, ate with me, fasted with me, prayed with me. Do you know the impact he, 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 he is having on your life? You don't even know the impact. We know in 5, 10 years, 15, 20, when you have become an elder, you will trace the authority of your life to this season. And you begin to tell me, ah, those days. I know people like Elijah. He will not allow young people to rest. Say, I'm telling you, listen to me. Those days. 
So this thing that is happening here is intimidation in my own understanding. Eh? Self me intimidation. So Peter was trying to intimidate other apostles. He's telling them, You guys are good, but the day this one happened, we are only three. And we are the holy mount with him. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just said this and I started feeling some things. But let's leave that one. Let's do our teaching. Huh? So it, it became the, the, the platform, the foundation of the apostolic authority. And if you check through the scriptures, uh, according to people like Watchman Nee and in extended revelation, people like my father in the Lord, there are three technocrats in the New Testament. Huh? Now, one of the technocrats is John, another one is Peter, another one is Paul. Meanwhile, are you with me? In my, in my own opinion and also in the opinion of these guys eh? that position of that Paul had was supposed to be occupied by that man that died so what Jesus took to the mountain on that day we are the three technocrats that will be in charge of the epistles and the revelations of the Christ as far as the New Testament is concerned because the summary of the New Testament is captured in the ministry of these three technocrats. Is it not true? So the, the basis of their authority is from that encounter that they had on that holy mount. And if you check the life of Paul, the basis of his authority too was the same kind of encounter. Meanwhile, let's see verse 19. He said, we have also what? A more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take it, as unto a light that shineth in a darkness, until the day dawn and the day star rise in your hearts. Do you know what he said? Irrespective of that kind of encounter they had, we have a more sure word of prophecy. That even that kind of encounter is still subject to the authority of the scripture let me prove it do you know that encounter that Peter had it was in that place in fact he took it was post Pentecost that made Peter and John understand that encounter so as bogus as that encounter was they were not brought into the experience one of these days I will teach you kinds of encounter there is the kind of encounter we call the optasis encounter I think the man of God that taught on the sisters conference made reference to it and I've taught it, said about it a little. There is an encounter that you participated in and there are encounters that you don't participate in. When you participate in it, it is called optasis. I've given a few of you some of those books. Go and find a foundational truth and some of those books that is written by Peter Tan. Find it. It will clear all this doubt for you. Now, in that kind of encounter, the one that the difference between the one Paul had and the one that Peter had, huh? Paul's own was of optasis because he participated in the encounter. So the encounter took something from him and gave him something. But the glory that was shining where Peter and John was, they actually entered into the impact of that encounter when the Holy Ghost came. 
the proof is that Peter was on that mountain as he's looking at it. Are you with me? An encounter that is genuine. He now said, Lord, Lord, let's build three tabernacles here. What kind of utterance is that? When they are trying to close a chapter and the man is making an utterance that is counterproductive, the exact opposite of what God is trying to achieve on that mountain was what Peter was saying. And the Bible recorded it clearly. He said, This he spake, not knowing what to say. What kind of in, in indictment is that? So that means that people can have a genuine encounter, but what they received and what they interpreted out of that encounter is error. And they will come out from that encounter as genuine as it is and lead many astray. And if you ask them, they will say they encountered Jesus. If you ask them, they will say they saw angels. If you ask them, they will say many visions they had. No, we need to bring it down to the front line of the scriptures and begin to test the matters to know of what spirit it is and know even how to apply. There are certain times your encounter can be genuine. But when you check it with the scripture, you find out that the times and seasons have not come. So many people begin to teach doctrines in the body of Christ as a result of their encounter and they search one or two places in the scripture and it seems as if he's lining up with their encounter what they don't know is that what they are teaching the times and the season have not come so an attempt to teach that kind of thing will lead you into error encounter genuine experience genuine vision genuine interpretation wrong and if interpretation is wrong, application is what? The whole point I'm trying to make is that even when you have a, that kind of encounter, we bring it down to the more sure word of prophecy, which is the scriptures. Are you with me? Now I'm back to why we actually read this place. The scriptures as the oracles of God. Now, the fundamental oracle of God is the scripture. Now, many problems that people have in the body of Christ is seeking God to speak to them when they have not given themselves to the word that God has already spoken. No, you have not given yourself to the one he has spoken and you want him to speak. is a waste. Because the truth is this. There is nothing really that God will speak about that he has not spoken in the scripture from beginning to end. When you read the book of Revelation, you will see that the end is already prophesied. Now your capacity to enter into the knowledge is now the problem. Are you with me now? The capacity to enter into the revelation. The point I'm trying to make is that at any point in time that God spoke to you on any matter, if you are intelligent in the scriptures and there is a help by the Holy Spirit in an attempt to lead you into the truth that is captured thereof, you will find out that your visions that is correct is consistent with the revelation of the scriptures. So in the days that we find ourselves correct with God, the fundamental place that God will begin to speak to us is from the scriptures. So if a man is in touch with God, then he is in touch with the holy scriptures. As a matter of fact, that is the ordained place that God speaks to you. So anytime you wake up in the day to open your Bible, it is expected that you, you are going there to get your father to speak to you. Are, you are you getting the point when you don't come with that fundamental mindset then it is true that you read the scripture for many reasons maybe for revelation exegesis maybe to know certain things but you were not coming there to be spoken to 
and I need to tell you that the feedback you get from the scriptures is dependent on the posture that you sustain before approaching. Have you heard the scripture that said, Come with meekness to the engrafted world that is able to build you up. So in this context, if a man is um if a man will benefit from the building capacity of the world, then there is a fundamental need. That need is of the heart. And that need is a posture of the heart. What is the posture that you need to sustain if you want to be built by the world? What is the need? What is the posture? Say meekness. So when a man comes to the world and assumes that the world has spoken, in fact, you assume that you know what is going to be said, just because they quoted John chapter 3 verse 16, you assume you already know the possible thing that is going to come from it. That is a man that has excluded himself from the building that the world has been ordained to do in his life that day. At that moment that you think you know, huh? that is the moment you have been excluded from the building capacity of the world. Because many times we come to the world, it is not as if we have not heard it before. Men like Peter will say, I keep in remembrance of this word. Knowing that, I know that you have heard it before, but I keep in remembrance. Because building most time doesn't happen. Why? Oh, how many of you have done, you have done messing before? Concrete. Have you done concrete before? Are you sure? How many baths can you do per day? Huh? Two baths. You are a young man. <laughs> When did you do this? I, I was in JS3 when I was doing two bags. As lanky as I am. You know these days. I just checked myself the other day. It'd be like I don't they add some you need if you know how lanky I am. But I was doing two bags in JS3. By the time I came to SS3, I was doing four bags. I entered university and decided not to do it no matter how hungry I am no matter what is happening part of the reason is that I started listening to a man and I needed to it's not about the work but the work is have started affecting my mindset yes and you need to know that whatever you see in revival hub or see around me it was first of all in my mind Rabbi I say you you were first of all in my mind. I know you don't believe it. Chamaka. You were first of all in my mind. That is why you can only draw people that you have sustained the mindset to draw. If those kind of people come, if you don't have the mindset, if they come, they will go. If they, by any means they came, maybe because of miracle, they will still go. Because it takes mind, the mind certain kind of mind to sustain so let me leave that I, I will go and say some things now and we'll continue there so I stopped but the point I'm trying to make is that when you did the concrete now there is a guy that is standing he's he is the foreman when you it's only legends that know the meaning of this when you started ah my guy are you saying you don't know this thing? You are you are experienced. You are just for now. You are experienced in this matter. Those days I started early. I don't know how to drop the thing. 
I will do my head like this and the two of us will fall inside <laughs> until I started looking at elders I tell you in, in every business there is elders mm, learn from the elders so I saw that those guys will do their head like this <laughs> I come up so I carried my own I, I did it like this until I mastered it now my point is that there is a guy that is standing with something like what is that thing called? Eh? Rama is, is he a correct name? Is he a, is he a professional name? that Rama is a professional name ah. so you now see the Rama it will be doing like this and then it will level and when you do the first one you will see that even though the thing when you poured it it was like this when they were through with the rama it will come down then we pour another one that's what happens when you are built by the word sometimes the first one will come and you think you are full you need the rama say after me let's rama you then we rama the one that is down that's why sometimes we need to do some drinking session when you eat 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 you drink and it will go down is it we just did um, and you find out that you have not been built enough how many times have you read the bible from genesis to revelation reduce the volume later. how many times you have not you have not finished it what of new testament have you finished it now oh, wow you are late oh. Anybody that have not finished the New Testament at least five times, eh? Okay, let me speak like my father in the Lord. You are 23 and you have not finished the New Testament five times. You are late. You are a joker, actually. You are you are a joke. I'm not saying looking for revelation. Just read the Bible. Read Bible five times. Read it. Guess what? The New Testament is very easy to finish think you can finish it in one week dependent on how fast you read if you read 20 chapters 20 chapters every day can finish the New Testament in 2 weeks is it not true? 20 chapters Matthew is how many chapters? Mark is how many chapters? it's only the gospels that are big in chapters when you enter the epistle some of them are 2 chapters some of them are 1 Many of you looking at me here, you have not finished New Testament. And every day you are praying, whoa, 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 whoa. stop praying. Some of the things you are praying for is in the Bible. Some of you, when they bring Bible, you are lazy. Your, your journey is far. Somebody is looking at me somehow. Once they put that chant, uh, 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 you drop your Bible and run. <laughs> okay, you need to do Bible study. And the day, because this is our year of light and dominion, by next year, the way we do 24 hours prayer is the way we do 24 hours Bible study. 
The Bible said the time will come, certain people will not endure doctrine. No sound, no nothing. It's just Bible studies. We hear this Bible, chew it. I'm here to see a man that ate the Bible well that is not guided. I'm here to see a man that ate the Bible well that is not well led. If the Holy Spirit wants to lead you, how does he do it? Most times he just quickens the word in the scripture. That's, that's, the, that's the, not just fundamental, the, the, the major way he leads. So you look at it like this. Jesus, watch and pray. For the days are evil. You want to turn the thing. He said, watch and pray for the days are evil. You want to say, watch and pray, watch and pray. Say, what is this in watch and pray? And then, tomorrow you went to Abba. And then you looked at a damsel three times. Meanwhile, you have covenanted with your eyes that you will not look upon a maid. Glory. <laughs> but what you don't know is that there are demons and principalities. Some ladies have also covenanted with Satan that you must look upon a maid. So you need to cook yourself. You don't know. Some people said it's either they kill Paul or they die. And they are walking the street and you think they are normal. Some of them even shook your hands. You don't know why you came here. Some of them even hugged you. Snap picture with them, put on Facebook. Some of them called you boo. That is that boo that brought you here now. He brought you in Sabu. <laughs> you know we say this thing we laugh. Is real life Tino is even worse than this. Is the day they taught you that nothing is bad in hugging. That's why you are here. One damsel hugged you like this and your prayer life left. You knew. Hey, hey, somebody has happened to you. They hugged you and hugged away your prayer life. And you are smiling like a goat. Christmas goat. Just watch. You are not intelligent. I'm helping somebody. I say I'm helping somebody. Once you cook and you are cooked to, to a point and you want to press over, that guy will come and hug you. Once the guy hugs you like this, you become normal, carnal Christian. You start smiling like a goat. <laughs> they have collected your prayer life and you are laughing. May God deliver you. May God, God deliver you. Are you sure that's not that's not what happened at Banawa? <laughs> so the fundamental thing here is the scriptures. I say it's not old school to look at some damsel. The way you are looking at the damsel, don't go and form big boy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Don't go and form big lady. My eye has shine. I'm woke now. And you move. And go and hug the guy. You don't know what some of those guys are carrying. 
Yes, there are some guys that is carrying electric charge. They went to charge. Somebody said we are sharing some visions today. Somebody said he saw some power banks in this in this place. Many in different stature and rank, and they were plugged to electricity. They were charging. Imagine somebody meeting this person now and you now joke with her. She will, she will shock you with the, the charges that she is carrying. Are you getting the point? That's where you shock people. That's where the other people, they used to charge themselves too. There is a prophet that said the wife came and a guy, I think I've said this before. A guy came for counseling in his office and sat down, crossed his leg as the woman was doing counseling. The woman of God on fire. Prophetic, all kinds of things happening. The guy sat, crossed his leg. The woman was talking. He was looking at the woman in the eyes, straight on the eyeball like this. And then he will lick his lips like this. When it happened the first time, the woman said, Blood of Jesus. <laughs> I know if you are the one, you will, you will balance like this. They will just carry you, transport you. Guess what? Some of those people know when they are making progress. Just because you kept your hand like a pastor and squeezed your face, they know they have collected your guy. It, they, they, when they lay down the fund, they, they will now come in the night and call you. Let me leave that. This thing is like I want to save your life oh, so that the small fire you caught will last. It's more important to maintain the one you have than to collect off, be light you again off. All the time you are coming for fire. Hey, I want. Fr- fire or man of God that one fire the one we gave you before where is it oh are you hearing what I'm saying Rabbi you know what I'm saying now huh the woman of God have to run away and go and meet her husband and report herself that as the guy is licking his lips, he now notice some arrows is entering her hand. And the thing actually entered. Once he enters like that and you are trying, it's not working. Go and report yourself to authority. Don't think you know any, you don't know anything, my friend. Go and report yourself. Tell the person, as I'm talking like this, one guy smiled at me when I was coming back. And I've not stopped thinking about the guy since two weeks. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You have even prayed and fasted. The thing is there. And he's one foolish guy. Let me stop. I just helped somebody. I just saved somebody from something. And that's why we touched this. I cannot overemphasize the fundamental place of the scriptures as the oracle. The next one is the Holy Spirit as the last one. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. 
If you are there, say Amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. You are not there and you didn't say wait for us. Uh, are you there? Say wait for us now. Say wait for me. Uh -huh. If you are there, say Amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. Are you sure you, uh, you are with your Bible? Akomaham Batalia Zagadash Shisavalahata Makobe de Hatia. You are a magician, or the two of you. You know now. Come and teach me how you do this, your magic. I need to learn it. How you survive without a Bible? Huh? That means you are not reading your Bible. The person that needs it took it. When dust is on the thing, the person dusted it and started. It. Hmm? You know, if in this my if it's in this my town, you know what they will tell you. Um, Victor, tomorrow carry this young man, go to Igwe and bring fowl for him. Now the spirit speaketh. Say after me. Now the spirit speaketh. Expressly. Expressly. Now the other one that he's saying is not our focus. That one will take us from where we are going. Now, there are many places that is like this. More so in the Old Testament. But I have to. There are many other places in the New Testament. But what is important here is that the spirit. Now the spirit. What? Speak it. Acts chapter 13. I think verse 4. There might not be need to open it, but if you open it, it's good. The scripture said that, that when they have fasted and prayed, the Holy Ghost, what? Said, Separate me, Paul and Barnabas. Verse 3. Verse 3. It should be in verse 3. Verse 2. And as, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost, what? Said. The Holy Ghost said. Um, this is the final and last oracle of the Spirit. But this is, the reason why I put it last is that it is, um, you have to mature to understand this. Huh? Now, the reason why it has to be differentiated from others, irrespective of the fact that almost all other oracles, in fact, all other oracles that is speaking is actually the spirit that is speaking. Whether it's from the scriptures, whether it's human being, whether it's... But when you become dynamic in understanding the voice of God, you will know when the spirit spoke expressly. Are you getting the point now? There are seasons when the spirit, like the, the as I'm teaching, I'm teaching by the spirit, but it is not necessarily the spirit that is speaking what expressly. Are you getting the point? There are seasons when the spirit speaks expressly. In those days, because the spirit is spirit, 
and he needs to communicate to us he still needs a vessel he still needs another conduit even though he is the one speaking are you getting the point it is my own belief that even here that they said the holy ghost said it might be one of the prophets that is there because i think agabus is there huh it can still be one of the prophets through whom the holy ghost but they have matured in god to know when they spoke by the energy of god that is in their spirit and when the holy ghost spoke directly bypassing their mental capacity bypassing their you know god can speak like many of the teachings i'm bringing to you now my mind interacted with it are you with me now now many times people teach you their mind interacted with it so it comes as powerful as those truths are it comes across to you eh, through the vehicle of their mind and most times they are, they are, um, um, the truths coming across to you through men is affected by the mental range and mental capacity of the people that is teaching you in other words are you with me in other words there are certain things you will not be able to teach if your mental range has not been expanded that is why god committed to paul the kind of ministry committed to him he has been a man that is given to books he is a doctor of the law so it is natural for god to commit to him that kind of ministry are you getting the point so he cannot struggle with mental labor in the scriptures there is such a thing as mental labor in the scripture you you bring bible like this you labor on it i know you don't believe it but you can you can labor on the scripture for long for eight hours 10 12 20 hours i don't speak of things i don't do i know you have heard that i've prayed for 20 hours but you have not heard that i've studied for 20 hours now i'm telling you now as a matter of fact <laughs> you might have heard it before on the average i study more than i pray yes this is how my day runs once i come i normally study from nine till maybe two or three if we have bed parts then we pray you know the way we pray and some other prayers i pray if you summarize all the prayers it will be like five to six hours but my study is between six to eight hours sometimes my prayer is even four hours but my study is six hours are you getting the point now mm. even though most times don't that's my level now it, it might be hard for you huh somebody like me now i can be studying and praying at the same time it will be hard for you because it will affect your comprehension but i can do it i can do it there is a place i will float in the spirit then god will release a lot of his glory on my mental capacity as a matter of fact if it it, it can only be possible for me to access layers of revelation if i'm brought to that place there is a way i teach and the things i say and the way i say it that you can't say it is not just because of the capacity to say it is actually also about the fact that i was brought into a layer of revelation and once you are brought the, the way they show you things in that place is the way you are going to say it 
you're getting the point now so most times for me to maintain access in that place I have to be praying as I'm studying so as I'm studying how can you be hearing this and you are not responding then I will shout, Jesus! Hmm. And then I will enter back. Do my head like this. Part of the things I'm ensuring is to make sure I don't enter the scripture in the flesh. That's what I'm ensuring part of the things I'm ensuring is that I don't encounter the word with only my mind. That's part of the things I'm ensuring. Part of the things I'm ensuring is that I, I interact with the spirit of the word. When I finish that kind of study and I come and teach it, eh? if you will say the same thing I said, when I say it, you will see the life and power. Because as I'm interacting with my head, I'm interacting with the life in it. Once I hit I hit the energy. I come out. We say the same thing. I'll say Jesus loves you. No, you don't believe it. I say Jesus loves you. He sent me to tell you. <laughs> he sent me to tell you. If we take him going to the cross to prove it, he did it. Huh? If we take him the next six months to show you acts of love, it will, if it will take acts of love. To prove that he loves you, he will show it. Why are you believing me than yourself? You are believing what I'm telling more than your own. Why? Is this thing I'm showing you secrets? Don't don't enter the world anyhow. Don't enter there. That's why you are not you are not fruitful in your. Have you not noticed you are not fruitful in your word engagement? Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? If you behave like this, you will find out that this word, this Bible is too rich. Sometimes I stay in one verse and I, I, I will be struggling to come out, struggling. The thing is too rich, will be going deep. As I'm looking, I'm seeing a bottomless pit and I'm fetching, 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 fetching. For nine hours, I'm fetching from one verse. There is something I want to say. If I say it now, this meeting will end. Huh? I don't want to say I'm teaching today. I don't want to do that today. We have not actually made much progress today as I expected. Amen. So the Holy Spirit is, is an oracle through which the voice of God comes to you. Huh? I don't know if will be able to touch the rest. I want to touch the oppressions of the voice of God. And they are nine in number. Obviously we can't finish it. I want to touch the responses to the voice of God. And they are nine in number. I want to touch how to interact with the voice of God. And there are four. I want to touch how to be accurate with the voice of God. And there are 12. 
obviously we can't finish it. As I'm teaching this thing, it is beyond the teaching. There is a spirit that is being imparted to you. Suddenly your capacity to hear God is increasing. That's what I pray that God will bless you with. You will hear God so much and become so sensitive that if come and see me after this that if <laughs> oh 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 in the spirit now and I see like a hand is bringing something like a, a cotton board that's what I was seeing and it seems as if they are, they are bringing out some things from your ear and what I heard is that your ear was blocked and there is a miracle that God will do for you today your spiritual ears will be unblocked it will be unblocked my God why not pray in the next one minute and ask God to bless you bless you with clarity bless you with abundance of speakings bless you with the abundance of cancer bless you bless you you have two minutes and then we close oh oh Oh, oh, oh. 